Hello, I'm Afia Salter and I'm here to help ambitious women just like you learn how to unapologetically manifest an extraordinary life. Whether that's finally finding and living your soul's purpose, building the business of your dreams, or kicking it back with a cocktail, margarita for me, you best believe I'm right there alongside you, strapping in for the ride. Okay, gorgeous. Ready to dive in? Let's do it. Hello hot stuff and welcome back to another episode of the manifest edit podcast so i feel like i should start with a little bit of a life update so we are on the road to christmas in australia it's it's kind of fun having christmas here because i've never been a massive christmas person and in australia it's not really as huge a deal as back home especially if you're living overseas normally i kind of spend christmas with my friends and then go to the beach or go for a few drinks last christmas ended up being a bit of a wild night out things are probably going to look a little bit different this year but having had 40 days of zero cases now in melbourne things have kind of gone back to as normal as they can be given the current um you know, whole pandemic thing. So yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to Christmas this year and just being able to catch up with some friends, have a nice dinner, and I'm just really enjoying living life again, what can I say? For this episode, we are going to be diving deep into all things sobriety. And this is really a realization I came to during the second lockdown here in Melbourne. And I want to share how being sober for five months has impacted my life and I also want to share some of the mindset shifts that came from that that I think you're going to be able to apply to your life as well so whether you are interested in you know having a little break from alcohol or not that doesn't matter these lessons will still apply to your life and that you'll still be able to take something from it so I want to preface by saying that I would never really consider myself to be someone who had an alcohol problem. It wasn't that I stopped drinking because I was drinking excessive amounts. What really happened was we headed into a second lockdown here in Melbourne. So after our initial couple of months, cases began to rise again. We had like a little okay, you're going to be in lockdown for a couple of weeks and then things will go back to normal. Then soon began to realize that a couple of weeks was going to turn into several months. And during this time period, I began to realize, okay, and by the way, in Melbourne as well, the lockdown was you could only leave your house for one hour a day to exercise at the park, then you had to come home. So restrictions were quite strict, a lot stricter than other places in the world. And it truly felt like there wasn't really that much to do, probably because there wasn't. And you know, working from home, I began to realize, okay, the only thing that I am looking forward to at the weekend is having my glass of wine and watching Netflix. And it felt like a bad habit to get into. And it wasn't that I was having like bottles and bottles of wine by myself every evening and crying over the state of the world. It was just that I didn't like the idea that that was the only thing I was looking forward to. It seemed... It just seemed sad to me and I felt that there was more to my life than this. So I decided it wasn't really adding anything to my life at that point in time and I was just going to stop drinking. And I said on Instagram, you know what, I'm just going to stop drinking until I can get tequila drunk at a bar. And that was what led to me kind of going down this journey of sobriety. The other thing was one of my best friends had been saying how... She had spent most of the year sober and I remember thinking at the time, what, this is wild, like how are we going to go out together, have a party together, have some drinks together when she's now sober and kind of looking back on that, I see that was a very narrow-minded perspective to have but hearing her perspective of being sober and enjoying all these experiences and having so much more 
kind of, um, uh, what's the word, that like zest for life kind of situation. I was like, okay, like let's give this a little try. So honestly, when I thought of this, I didn't know it was going to be five months. I just thought it was going to be until we were out of lockdown again, but that ended up being, yeah, more on the uh, longer side of things. So yeah, let's get into it. One of the first things that really struck me about my, I don't even know what to call it, my sobriety episode, will we call it the sobriety episode? One of the things that really struck me about that was the realization that this had been the first time in 13 years, 13 years that I had taken a break from drinking, uh, a sustained break. I mean, you know, I've had in the past like a month or so where I wasn't drinking, but anything longer than a month, this is the first time since the age of, you know, my early teenage years. And I do want to say um, in the UK, there is definitely a culture of drinking a lot younger. Drinking in your early teens is kind of normal in the UK. And especially as I grew up in a smaller town, it's quite normal to spend weekends partying because there wasn't really much else to do. So yeah, there is a culture of drinking younger in the UK. So if you're listening and you're from the US and you're like, what, this is wild, just drinking at 15, 16, it was quite normal back then. I realize that doesn't necessarily mean healthy, but that was normal. So yeah, I realized this was the first time in such a huge period of time that I hadn't been drinking. And it definitely made me stop and think, okay, so we go through our lives just doing these things and when do you ever stop to assess like is this adding or taking away from my life when you're just kind of in this default mode you're just doing something because that's the way you've always done things and there would definitely be occasions you know pre-lockdown where I would be going out I would have some drinks with friends or have a drink with food and it wasn't really adding to the experience I was just doing it for the sake of doing it or just doing it because everyone else was so this was really the first time I sat down and had a look at that and thought, okay, is alcohol necessarily adding to all of these situations? And I realized it wasn't. So that realization led to me, you know, deciding to go the course, go a little bit longer. And I remember the first time that I, <laughs> I realized that this was a thing that I was doing was when I was having a Zoom catch up with one of my friends and I'd won this competition that we both had um, this sake and cheese delivered to our houses. We were having this super cute Japanese catch up, Japanese themed catch up. And my friend was sipping on her sake. She's like, that's a couple of times now you've not opened yours. And I was like, uh, I can't do it. I've not been drinking for two months and I can't, I can't stop now. So that was the first time I was like, okay, we're being serious about this. And this is the first time also that I'd had to say no to a friend who was also drinking and turn that experience down. And I realized that in so many situations, social situations that you will drink just to show face or just drink because everyone else is doing it. So when I returned to the point of, I think it was maybe it was this month, December, that I started drinking again. And it wasn't like some huge shift in decision. I was just like, okay, I said I wasn't going to drink again until I could get drunk at a bar. I'm now going out for food. I'd really love a margarita. I'm going to have one because I feel like it. And it wasn't like, oh no, you've given up your sobriety or anything like that. It was just like, I feel ready to drink again. And I don't feel peer pressure to drink. And I think drinking from that perspective is something that I'm definitely going to be implementing more of into my everyday life because you have to ask yourself, not only in situations where you're drinking, but in all situations in your life, am I doing this because I want to, or am I doing this because I feel pressured? And I remember when we had first started coming out of lockdown at the end of October, and 
after that I had gone to this party and everyone else was drinking and I brought along my own appetizer you know sparkling apple juice I was really excited about drinking that no you can't share this is mine and everyone's like oh why don't you have some vodka have a shot just have a shot why aren't you drinking oh my god and everyone was just trying to get me to drink because it actually makes other people feel uncomfortable when you're the only one in a situation who isn't drinking and this also made me think about other times in life maybe showing up online or turning down events with a friend and maybe you will do something and you'll push the boundaries of what is acceptable for you just for the sake of appeasing other people and I realized there had been quite a few points in my life where I'd done that and enforcing that boundary felt really good enforcing that boundary of saying no I don't want to drink and I'm still having a great time you don't need to worry about me but I'm just doing this for me so enforcing those boundaries in my life has really strengthened my boundary setting and this is something that has been a big theme for me this year it has been working around boundaries and saying what am I available for what am I not available for and how am I going to enforce these boundaries how am I going to feel when these boundaries are tested and something comes up that makes me question what I'm doing so yeah I was in a couple of situations where I could have drank but I chose not to because it was really a lesson in setting and keeping boundaries that I'd set for myself I didn't do it for anyone else I purely did it for myself so I do want you to ask yourself in all situations, am I doing this because I want to or am I doing this because I feel pressured and how strong are my boundaries and what does it look like when I set a boundary for myself? How do I know I'm enforcing it and when are times when it's maybe okay to relax that boundary or when do I need to tighten those? Because trust me, doing it now, although it will begin to feel uncomfortable saying no to these things and saying no to opportunities and especially saying no to people, it can feel uncomfortable. But once you get in the habit of saying, no, I'm not available for this, not only does it strengthen the areas where you're no longer giving yourself away in in places where you truly don't need to, but it means when it comes around to the opportunities that are a full body yes or that feel really good, it's actually a lot easier for you to say yes to them, which was something that was a really surprising lesson. The other thing is, I ask myself, do I just exist to make other feel comfort- other people feel comfortable? Yes, people did feel a little bit uncomfortable that I was in a situation where everyone else was drinking and I was the only one who wasn't drinking. I guess maybe it makes other people more aware of their own behavior. Like, is this sober person going to judge me? Or why aren't they drinking? That's so weird. Everyone drinks. And you know, especially in Australia as well, there is quite a big culture around drinking and public holidays around sports events so you can drink and Christmas so you can drink and everything so you can drink, which I'm not knocking at all. Like you go straight out, you do your thing, but do you necessarily need to drink in these situations and do I exist to make up, make other people feel comfortable? No. So this is a lesson that again applies throughout your life is shrinking to fit yourself into spaces to make other people feel good you don't need to be doing that and that was something that I'm definitely gonna be implementing a lot more as I said this year has really been about enforcing a lot stronger boundaries in my life and the act of enforcing these boundaries has made my life so much brighter it has made my life so much better and not only in stepping into that sense of power around okay this works for me this doesn't work for me but also in feeling really aligned with what I'm doing and where I'm going. So that is really what I want to say to you about the journey of sobriety for me and 
it really, you know, obviously there are all the health benefits and I loved waking up early and not being hung over and being able to do things in the morning and not having that alcohol, that alcohol regrets and experiencing dating when I was not drinking and really getting to know someone from this perspective of, okay, this is really just like me, you, no alcohol. And it does make you a bit more vulnerable. And, you know, I always thought it's the other way around where, oh, you have a drink, kind of like loosen up and then you'll be more vulnerable in this situation. But actually, I think the process of not drinking makes you even more vulnerable, especially in senses where it's traditionally um, a place where you would be drinking. So really what I want to leave you with is this message of where in my life am I sinking into default? Where am I doing something just because I feel like I should or just because the other people around me are doing it and stopping to have a look at your life? Because Okay, maybe it's not something you've been doing like unknowingly for 13 years, but where else in your life have you just been automatically saying yes, where it could have just as easily been a no? I'm a huge advocate for having this deep sense of self-awareness around your life and really taking the time to ask yourself these questions, whether you're journaling on it, meditating on it, or just sitting and really having a think about assessing where your life is at at the moment and where you want it to go and seeing if there are things in there which might not necessarily fit anymore and know that it's totally okay to let them go to move on to something even more incredible. Thanks for tuning in today. I am so glad to have you here. And if you love what you've heard, remember to subscribe and leave a review because it helps even more people find and enjoy the podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. One last thing before you go, what was your biggest takeaway today? Screenshot the episode and share on Instagram at afiasalter underscore to let me know. Okay, can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, gorgeous. 